Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's the show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I zestfully invite you to today's show. We're going to be talking about top performers. And I'm going to tell you how being a top performer at your job affects women, right? They're all connected. (laughs) All right. So we're talking today about performance. The word performance means the ability to fulfill a claim, promise, or request with efficiency. Top performers are usually recognized and treated with respect. Top performers not only do their job, but directly contribute to the overall business development of their company. So, what does that mean? Gaining ground in this area not only helps at work, but it helps in all areas of life, including getting the pretty women, right? <laughs> all right, so let's dive in, shall we? I, I would love for you to call in on this topic with a comment or question, 323 642 1677. Again, that number is 323 642 1677. Or you can also use our chat line if you're listening to this live, and that would be right here blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross, forward slash DT Linda Gross. All right, so what are some of the attributes and characteristics of these top performers? Well, such people are given preference over others as they not only help in producing the results that is expected of them, but they go beyond. They are vital to the success of the company, irrespective of the positions that they hold in the company or organization. So how do you identify or know them? Well, let's take a look at some of the following identifications to look for. Achieving above expectations. This is a really key element of their personality. So employees who adopt the goals set by the vision and mission of the company. The employee then takes ownership of the company goals and incorporates that into his or her daily activity. They complete tasks on time. Hence, they're deemed reliable top performers usually have a tendency to not only complete tasks, but give a little more than expected. So how do you know what the goals or the mission of the company is? Well, listen up here. Every CEO has a mission. The good news is 
There's only six of them. And I know this from experience because I used to sell to CEOs, right? And I figured out that there was a formula to it. And once I figured out what their hot button was, if you address the hot button, and luckily there's not a hundred, it's only six. So luckily if you address the hot button, you get the sale, right? Okay. And this element is so crucial It is how I wrote my book, Mastering Women, because I feared, okay, well, if CEOs have a hot button, women must have a hot button, because it's the same dynamic. You're wanting something from them, and you want to win them over, whether it's the CEO or the woman. Same dynamic. Different set of tenants, of course, but the dynamic is the same. So how do you figure out which one your CEO is keen on and how do you focus on that? All right, so here are my six secrets. Let's say you're in sales. Actually, it doesn't even have to be sales related. Um, you know, maybe you're getting a grant. you got to ask the department for grant money or whatever it is. In other words, you're asking for a favor from someone that doesn't want to do it. So here they are. Figure out which category your CEO falls in and bada-bing, bada-boom, you can, you can get the sale, right? You can get what you want. Number one, save money. And it's not – and the CEOs don't have all six, by the way, so that's another lucky thing. It's only one out of six, <laughs> which is his or her hot button. All right, save money is high on a lot of people's list. Let's say your business has very high electricity bills. So maybe it costs $20,000 to put solar panels on the roof. So you factor in the rebate that you'll get from the power company for switching energy sources. And then you factor in making additional money by selling electricity back to the power company. So you do all this math, and maybe it takes you 3.5 years to break even, but then you're going to be saving $2,000 a month. See how that works? You'll be the new newest hero. Okay, so that's one way. Figure out how you can save the CEO money. Another way is increase productivity. So some CEOs are keen on let's make more product or let's increase sales. So my husband and I once visited a brewery in Northern California. We were watching the bottling operation. Now, thousands of bottles of beer were on this line. The bad part was on the left corner there was a bend, like a half moon shape, right? Because of the speed and the curvature of the line, many bottles would jump the line and go crashing to the floor. Not only was this a supreme waste of money as the bottle and beer could no longer be used, it was also a really big safety hazard as flying glass and spilt beer (laughs) that someone could slip on was creating this bad hazard, right? So there wasn't enough space in this particular room to reconfigure the line. So what they did instead, they implemented two solutions. One, they reduced the speed of the line from 100 bottles of beer per minute to 80 bottles of beer per minute. So reducing the speed prevented some of those bottles from 
flying off off the uh, assembly line, right? The second thing that they did was to put a piece of plexiglass at the curve. Duh. That way the bottle stayed on the track. No spillage, no breakage, no hazard. See how this all works? So, yeah, that's a very popular way to get through to your CEO. Next up, some CEOs either want you to save time or make them more efficient. All right, so what I want you to do in this category is I want you to watch the movie, the McDonald's movie called The Founder. The new owner of McDonald's moved all the equipment to the parking lot. He got a six-foot ladder to sit on and watch, coupled with having a stopwatch in his hand. Now, because of the explosion and affordability of cars, they invented the drive-in restaurant, and he wanted to see how he could shave off as much time as possible from the customer's order. So they had a station for burgers, they had a station for fries, they had a station for shakes, right? And he kept moving things around until the delivery time to the customer could not be beat. Once they had it perfected, they moved everything back inside and designed the restaurant accordingly. So after much success, they then replicated this exact same layout on future stores. Makes a lot of sense, right? It's so efficient. <laughs> so save your boss some time or you know, increase the efficiency. That's a really good one. Next up. Attrition. Does it take a really long time to train new hires? Is there a lot of employee turnover? Can you figure out why this might be? If you can, in your company, you might solve the attrition problem. So I'm going to let you stew on that to figure it out for your own type of business. But this is a really good one, too. All right, next up. Minimize losses or theft. So the American Airlines CEO used to have 24-7 guards at the non-public access back hallways at the airport. Then he realized he didn't need a person, so he tried to use a dog. Well, you know, that worked out really well with the dog, and he saved a lot of money just having a dog there. Then he realized, hmm, after a month of that, he realized, shoot, I don't even need a dog. So much like a motion sensor, he got a motion-activated dog bark that was simulated. Holy cow, he ended up saving hundreds of thousands of dollars. So when when somebody was in a in one of those non-access areas, those back hallways at the airport where they weren't supposed to be there, there was the fake simulated dog barking its head off, scaring the bejesus out of uh, the intruder, right? See? Save money. Save, you know, you're going to curb against losses and theft. That's a really good one. And last but not least... Some CEOs want the following. They want to gain status, prestige, industry recognition. So look around the boss's office. Do they have a lot of awards or trophies? Well, you know, if you, if you don't have access to their office, well, you can look on the Internet. 
are there a lot of press releases about this person and or this company? That's what you want to focus on because apparently he or she really likes industry recognition. So those are DT's six tips on how to win over your CEO, right, and how to be valuable. All right. What else do top performers do? Well, they always take initiatives. So we're going to circle back to this comment. We're going to take a quick break right now. And when we do, we'll come back and talk about how these top performers take initiatives. All right? So call us at 323-642-1677. I'll be looking for you. 323-642-1677-1677. Or use the chat line, blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross, forward slash DT Linda Gross. We will catch you right back after the break. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off. Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Welcome back, everybody. We're currently you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show. Today we are talking about top performers. So how can you be valuable in your company, right? So top performers always take initiatives. So such individuals always look for opportunities whenever they arise. These persons are not afraid to act, and they go for it. When there's a problem that stops production. These top performers do not allow a setback to dictate the timeline. They con- excuse me. They continue to work on what they can work on and they work with other departments or agencies that need to solve the problem. So they're team players basically. Next up, what other qualities do they have? Well, 
they have leadership skills. These individuals are people who have leadership skills, leadership qualities. They execute them at the appropriate time. Taking responsibility and being a leader requires courage. Taking the lead is always going to get you recognized. Top performers know how to utilize the skills and talents of others for the many types of assignments at hand. Leaders also take accountability for the risks involved. They are also good at guiding others with motivation. What else? Well, they're really good at executing tasks flawlessly. With practice and repetition, many performers have the ability to get the job done with minimum errors. That being said, they also realize that it's impossible to get a job done completely without any flaws. They factor that into the situation. These performers reach their goals because they are focused. They don't let distractions overtake them. They deem budget constraints, internal conflicts, and exceeding deadlines are all part of the program. They know that. They minimize the risks at every step that they can. What else are these top performers good at? Well, they like to adapt to new environments. They know how to adapt. Even though the job may look and feel the same, top performers know that there's always going to be a wrench in the wheel, and they prepare for that. Due to sheer experience, they don't falter in new environments and are still able to deliver results. Adaptation is an important characteristic of top performers. Yep, and that brings me to my next point, adapting to change. Even though you have performed a task a thousand times, you still have to leave room for changes. Top performers figure out the current situation and find a way to still solve the task. A good boss. Well, of course, we would all love to have a good boss. When the boss is good, we obviously perform better. Often, this is out of our control, sadly. Sometimes you start with a good boss, and then they transfer for whatever reason, and then that person's no longer your boss. Well, when you don't have a good boss, try to figure out what the boss's hot button is. Always make sure that you are addressing that. So here's some key things that you can keep in mind. Maybe he or she likes punctuality. Maybe he or she likes to be kept in the loop. Maybe that person has a sweet tooth. Bring sweets in the morning. Observe what they aren't good at or don't like to do, and you take on those tasks. Don't spend time with things that are important to you but not important to your boss. Pay attention to, way, to what makes your boss happy or what makes them laugh, and stay in that lane. A fair paycheck. Well, most top performers are rewarded properly. Their bosses know that if they don't, the employee might be swooped up by the competition. Many top performers also earn a commission, so they are in control of their income. The harder they work, the more they earn. Performers who are not on commission 
bosses know to give out handsome bonuses for outstanding work. And by the way, random bonuses work really well. So maybe not just on the on the employee's anniversary date and maybe not just at Christmas time. Do it randomly based on performance. <laughs> All right. Next up, empowerment. Management gives high-powered individuals slack to make decisions that are needed at the moment. Giving authority is also a sign of trust, which allows both the employee and the company to grow. Challenging work. Well, these performers look for challenging work assignments. These personalities like pushing themselves because, hey, they get bored easily. They are also trailblazers. A lot of them really like to go and do what no one else has done. Next up, top performers love the opportunity to learn. Their thirst for learning is never-ending. Learners know that they can shorten the curve by learning from other people's mistakes and successes. Top performers are always looking for an edge. They know that learning is one path to get there. Next up, well, what else do they have? Effective management. Just like you wouldn't let machinery break down and not replace the parts, Good management knows the importance of different departments working well together. A well-oiled machine works best. One department can easily pull down a whole operation. It takes good managers to pull it all together. A good manager addresses grievances so both departments have a win-win. When managers are inspired, so too are the employees. Responsibility and development. Top performers take responsibility for their actions. They also look to look ahead uh, for future development. What can they enact now that will benefit them in the future? Ambitious goals. Well, top performers usually set goals that are higher than they can reach. Sometimes they fail. But sometimes they do come out ahead and know that their determination got them one, one rung higher than before. All right, what else are they doing? Well, they like compensation factors. Being flexible with compensation goes a long way with top performers. One employee may really want insurance, but the next employee may have a spouse who has great insurance, so they don't really need it, and instead, they would rather have a flexible work schedule. One size does not fit all, so if you're the boss, zeroing in on personal needs goes a long way. Meet their needs. Now, remember, as a boss, you want to do DT, DT's men's core four, 
That's DT's Men's Core 4. You can find this as one of the chapters in my book as well. By the way, the name of my book is The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. All right, so go towards the end of the book. It's called DT's Men's Core 4, and they work perfectly well in business too so those top performers what are they looking for they're looking to be accepted appreciated respect and needed so apply those skills to your top performers and you'll get you'll get it many fold back right what else do top performers lo- love? Well, they like regular feedback. Feedback on the negatives. Feedback on the positive, positives. Feedback with where the company stands and where the company is going. Few companies do this. It's a standout position to take and one that I highly recommend. Next up. What's important? Well, they might like a flexible dress code. Much like flexible work schedules, some employees may enjoy a flexible dress code. Maybe, uh, you know, they would like casual Friday, or maybe there's a team spirit day where everybody wears the same company T-shirt. Clothing is another avenue to personalize the work environment to the employee. What else? Well, top performers are not afraid to speak out and speak up. Whether it's a casual or formal meeting, they know that their voice will be heard. This goes a long way for acceptance, which is one of my core needs, right? So it also encourages others that this is a team environment. What else? Well, application counts. Well, what does that mean? So does talent count? Yes. Does being intelligent count? Yes. But in a vacuum, it won't get you very far. So the top performers know that they have to apply the skills that they possessed and apply what it is they know. Sure, that comes with experience, perseverance, and hard work. So you have to apply what you have, what you know. So why am I talking to you about business? Well, because it is one way and usually a very clear path to gain confidence. A good portion of my book, The Science of Mastering Women, deals with how to build your confidence because women need confidence like they need air. So if you're not confident, you're not going to get too far with women, right? She's going to play you. She's going to put you in the friend zone. She's going to be evasive. She's going to ghost you and all kinds of negative behavior that you don't really want. So there are a number of ways that you can build confidence, but your workplace environment is probably the best place to learn it. Other ways might include having a passion or a hobby or being good at sports or having a particular skill. You want to practice those traits at least one hour a week and get 
really proficient at it because what that will do is that'll build confidence from the inside. I often hear guys say, well, why, you know, did she pick him? You know, he's, he's a bad guy and, you know, he rides motorcycles and he has tats and whatever. It's because it's not that women like bad guys. It's that those people possess confidence. So sometimes they can't get that confidence from a nice guy. I don't want you to be a nice guy. I want you to be a good guy. So anyway, the skills that I talked about today with improving your work environment and building up your confidence at work, absolutely it translates into better relationships with women. All right? And that's what it's all about, right? All right. So if you liked our show today, there's many ways that you can show your love. Listen, call, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon. Again, the name of the book is The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. Also, uh, whenever you see my social media post, um, the, I always put a link to the book. That is the correct Amazon link that you should be using. It, it has a special code in there, and you know Amazon pays me a couple of cents on the dollar, and it helps um, you know helps go helps to promote the show. All right, so I really appreciate that. There's no book purchase required if you use that link. Just start with that link all the time. Save it to your favorite. Start with that link. Go about your usual Amazon shopping. I'm not asking you to buy anything extra. Just go about your business there, and they'll donate a few cents on the dollar to our show. All right? All right, what else we got here? Oh, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about the best way to memorize or remember what you study or read, or maybe you're having a presentation at work. So if you have a big exam or paper to do, or maybe your boss just asked you to do a presentation, that it's going to test all of your skills. So are you bad at memorizing? Are you terrified of public speaking? So what we were finding out last week was what successful do successful people do in these areas. All right. What else we got? Let me do a shout out to my good friend and author and fellow podcaster, Aaron Clary. I need you to check out his new book, The Book of Numbers, Analyzing the ROI on the Pursuit of Women, The Book of Numbers, Analyzing the ROI on the Pursuit of Women. Is it worth it? I'm sure Aaron breaks it down and is going to tell us if it's worth the, the time and the trouble and the money to win over these women. No, By the way, nowhere in my book do I say it takes money to win her over. Confidence, yes, that's number one. And you'll learn the other three tenets that are also needed in my book. So um, anyway... I love how Aaron writes. He usually backs it up with a lot of research, and it's just straight and to the point, no nonsense. Please check it out. 
um, I want to check out his book and, and uh, read it. I read the last book um, about being a millennial, how not to be a millennial was fabulous. I loved it. So anyway, let's, let's uh, check out his new book together. Again, that's the book of numbers. Make that happen. Also, he's got a podcast as well. All right. Thank you for joining our show today. We're going to catch you next time. We're usually here weekdays, usually here 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern time. We got a little, ran a little late today because I didn't have access to the studio until now. But um, thank you for being flexible with us during these crazy COVID hours. Sometimes I have to wait around. So anyway, uh, hit me up. Let me know what topics you want me to cover. Let me know what guests you want me to have on. And I will make that happen. All right? So... Bye for now, and we will catch you next time right here on the Men's Advocate Show.